But yeah, what's up, dude? How are you doing? I'm doing great, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic on this uh, Labor Day Monday. Yeah. Yeah, cracking. Just it's afternoon, a, ain't it, for you? Just got a staggering amount of beer onto my laptop. Nice. <laughs> uh, I got a less staggering amount of beer, but it's not a, it's a non-zero number. Okay. Uh I touched a bunch of butt. Okay, it looks like I'm still recording. We're good. Yeah, everything, nice. Everything went as planned. All right, you didn't hit any of the hotkeys. There we go. Mm. Hey, and for the uh, folks at home, I, this isn't foley art. I mean, this is this no. is just real can opening action. <laughs> no, our uh, our producer's not that talented. And yeah, and, we do we do it because we care. And our producer's uh, not a real person. But yeah, buddy, I uh, wait. You're not real. <laughs> I suppose if I am your producer, then yeah. Um, I finally got to build stuff for the shed, for the barn, for you the know, garage. You know, I saw, I, I caught wind of a couple of things on the uh, the old IG, but I mean, nothing, yeah. nothing beats your comparisons without pictures. Here's the key to getting something done in an afternoon is not showing a before picture. So no one has any idea how much you've done that day. Yeah. That's... If you really want to just get people being gen- generically like, I guess here's a hand clap emoji or a thumbs show up them a picture, and it's like, yeah, that's a great demo job. It's like, actually, uh, we're halfway <laughs> done building it. Yeah, because like, if you hadn't seen the other posts and and put things together, it there'd be no way to know that the one photo was basically showing me adding plywood siding, which is fairly simple. I did have to you know c- cut out a hole for the window, and the whole roof's at a slight angle, so all the tops of them are. Or, you know, you know, it was like a two inch difference over the span of four feet. Sure. But, uh, but really it was just nailing boards to a wall is what it came down to. But like, it might look like I built the whole wall that who knows if someone's not paying attention. So you're tol- telling me you had like an afternoon of hammering? Well, the, I had an afternoon of hammering after an early afternoon of the front wall did not exist until yesterday in any capacity. Okay. And, but, Again, because it's it's going to be the doors to like like it's a seven foot six wide. This is the end, beautiful shed. The end. It's sorry, have... guys. <laughs> ben loves it when I dip into Jim Morrison shit. Yeah, I'm a huge Jim Morrison fan. It doesn't piss me off a ton to hear him. <laughs> but the doors are going to be seven foot six wide, so two almost four foot wide doors in the front, which means when I built the front wall, there isn't a lot of front wall to build because it's just like a couple of feet on either side and then a right. header up yeah. top, and that's the whole wall. I haven't built the doors yet. I was going to build them today, but uh, it turns out we're hosting a bunch of – we're having a, a ladies' convention in the backyard. It's, it's not a chainsawing convention. It's no. not a sawhorse, you know, gymnastics-type well, convention. There's going to be up to two babies and at least one pregnant woman, so it probably shouldn't be an active construction zone. So Yeah, that's like 2.8 babies. It's like, uh, the, yeah, the, the nuclear amount of babies. But uh, Congratulations on, <laughs> on your status as a nuclear home. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you have a couple more parents than than necessary, but whatever. Hey, it's twenty. It's twenty eighteen. You know, a, a fucking 
a family can be made up of whatever you want it to be made up of. Now, what's on the menu for the convention? I mean, you got some uh, virgin mimosas, just a just a little OJ and grape juice. Well, so we still have those non-alcoholic beers from like a few months ago. I'm hoping those get get drunk. But Dude, I don't you even... should just make Skippy with those. <laughs> Skippy? I know you've told me Skippy, but I forget. Skippy, uh, some uh, I've heard it called like Jersey juice or New Jersey juice. <laughs> In other places, but it's a combination of beer, vodka, and whatever, you know, citrus you need to, to cover some of them tastes. Oof. That, uh, that sounds... It's, it's a bad combo, but if done right, uh, especially when you're, you know, 18 years old, yeah, tastes fantastic. Kind of thing you just drink out of a box. Not like a box wine box, just like it's mixed in like a cardboard box with a trash bag in it. I feel like it's more type... The type of thing that, like, somebody just has a backpack full of it, and you dip a straw in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Just, yeah, that level of disgusting. Hell yeah. But yeah, so I got to do that, so that, that felt good, just getting some of that done. Nice. Um. Yes, Sabbath can kiss my ass, doing some work on Sunday. Oh, I thought you meant the band, and I was like, I did have a, like, a Sabbath bloody Sabbath in the sense that I cut my hands up in a couple of spots damn right but yeah, you're doing work yeah well i guess yahweh's all right with that i mean i'm I th- are they cool with like gentiles working i think they're like yeah they don't, as long yeah. as you yeah they don't yeah. condemn us to not hell since they d- there's no there's no jewish hell right i think uh i think it's all hell right they got a vengeful <laughs> god <laughs> it is the old testament god for them yeah 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 hell yeah Welcome to Road Sodas, everybody. Yeah, we're just discussing uh, Seven Plagues. Where we just discuss uh, religion and uh, barn construction. I'm constructing a uh, shed barn of my own. Has it begun? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, We got got posts in the ground. We got three. Fuck yeah, dude. How are you anchoring these bad boys? Uh, By the sheer weight of the shed, hopefully. No, I dug some deep holes. I dug dug some three-footers. Hell yeah. Planning on hopefully nine feet above ground. So nice. like a one third below or a quarter below, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah, about that's about what you want. That's all right. Yeah. You uh reinforcing with concrete or just going straight in? Straight in. Yeah. I just I just need a storage unit that lasts like a year and a half. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cause hopefully I can build a house in that time. And hopefully <laughs> I'll have learned a lot of things from building the shed. Absolutely. And used to build the house. Using the like once you have the shed, you can start storing more you know, equipment and tools and such up there, which will come in handy when you're building a, a house, I would imagine. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, a generator is like on the Christmas list. Hell yeah. I could use some electricity up there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I keep forgetting that you have kind of, a dri- tools. kind of a driveway and that's about it. As I got a spot like- to park and then I got to haul <laughs> shit in like a hundred yards. We're going to get you some sled dogs. No, I've been, uh, been trying to communicate with the excavator guy. I don't know. I'm just lazy, and he seems very busy. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So we were just uh, hosting some friends who got displaced from the Tahoe fires because that whole area is just just fully on fire right now. Yeah. And so they I, got I heard about that. Yeah. So all the South Lake Tahoe 
which for those who don't know, I, I, I didn't know this even until like about a year and a half ago. I don't think I truly understood it, even though I've been out here for a while, is that North and South Lake Tahoe are two different cities and they're actually like an hour and a half apart, even though they're just opposite sides of a lake. And you have to go through Nevada to get to them. Yeah. Well, they're both <laughs> each kind of like half in Nevada, half in, it's very weird. Yeah. But, uh. Because it's a lake, there's no like major highways connecting them quickly. Like they're not that far apart geographically, but you have to install these the windy, drives. Yeah, it's all these windy mountain roads. So South Lake Tahoe was fully evacuated. I think North Lake Tahoe was like you can leave if you want and probably should, but we're not going to force you out. But South Lake Tahoe, in five hours, they got the whole town out of there, which is pretty impressive. But right behind our friend's neighborhood, about like a thousand feet off of their their house, they dug a 100 foot wide several mile long fire break just dudes with chainsaws and massive bulldozers just coming through and just miles worth of just building this digging a big ass trench like real fucking quick and like it's like that second episode of scout south park <laughs> where they take the trench to divert the lava yeah it's in like a 36 hour period they dug like several hundred miles 100 feet wide which is so I, I, that's, did it work? Like, I, yeah, yeah, it did. Do you think it would work with lava? <laughs> I'd have. To, I mean, you'd have to make it much more of a trench. This was just like you know, dig the earth up any what about amount. butt. <laughs> the pulls are getting deeper and deeper on this. He one. could weave his way out of that one. <laughs> um, anyway, that's that's actually pretty kickass. Uh, that, yeah, that we can still do that. Honestly, yeah. fuck you, you nature. Know? Yeah. Suck my ass. Annual labor. We're still a developing nation. Yeah. Very funny to just be like, all right, we gotta we gotta save this this town, so we're gonna do a very impressive amount of landscaping in like a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just it it's and it worked. It's you know, I sounds like all the houses in that neighborhood are fine. I mean obviously plenty of other shit's on fire. Things are not good by any stretch of the imagination, but uh so what do you do with the trench afterwards? Well, my buddy was talking about how he's got an off-roading vehicle up there and, you know, maybe take it for a spin. Who knows? Like an ATV or like an FJ Cruiser? I mean, uh, I'd, I'd like to do either in like, you know, a quarter slope, mile long, 100 foot wide trench. Yeah, a newer Forerunner, but it's lifted. You know, he's got some got some stuff on it. Yeah, that runs for it. Yeah. For those of you counting at home. <laughs> All four of them run on that bad boy. Yep. But uh, yes, yeah, so they came into t- they fled into town, and uh, they're doing all right. Uh, it sounds like all their they had they had a few friends that were just convinced had lost their homes, and it sounds like they didn't lose their homes and might be going back in like a week, which is pretty cool. Because they didn't have like Nest, or like they lost connection with their the Nest system. <laughs> I mean, they just shut off every. Like, you just don't have act. But it's just one of those. Y- you look at like. Uh, What's the live update one? Google Earth? Is that the one that's kind of like, it kind of gets updates as the satellites go over? Uh, I believe so, yes. One of those Google-provided invasive fucking things. You can actually see visually the fires, you know, as the satellites cruise by and take photos. And so they could be, they were just like, ah, shit. But the problem is, you know, with with all the smoke and everything, you really can't see exactly what's burning. And so, uh, but a, a few of them sounds like were fully convinced that their houses were burned, but then have gotten reports from other neighbors that have, it's like every, like people know the firefighters up there. Like our one friend 
she thought she lost her home. That's her, good. I was hoping her husband insurance adjusters. No, her, hoping it, yeah, hoping her, it wasn't that. Her husband is a firefighter, and so he's got all the deets. Uh, well, not all the deets, but more deets than the average person. And so he was like, "No, I think our, I think we still have a house because they bought it in like November. <laughs> that would just that would have been brutal to just buy a home and have it immediately burned down." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, uh, we had a much smaller emergency uh, last night. The Boston Fire Department was getting a lot of work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Apparently, like, a transformer exploded behind the apartment. Uh, was I it Bumblebee? Wait. Was it Optimus Optimus Prime? I think it was Starscream. Classic Starscream. Yeah. Anyway, nobody in the apartment heard it, but I woke up because I was a little warm, so I wanted to turn on the AC unit. I hadn't turned it on to uh, go to sleep, but for whatever reason, the fan was off. Hmm. Now I'm 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 warm, kind of kind of sweaty, groggy, and pissed. It's like twelve thirty. Yeah, uh, that doesn't work. Light light doesn't work. All right, electricity. Something something blew the fuse. Go to the fuse box now. Nah, electricity's out in the apartment. God damn it! So I I go downstairs. I mean I put a shirt on because I'm I'm figuring if it's out in the whole building. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in my boxer briefs. But what's the footwear? I, none. None? You're not even going flops? You're not going action flops? I'm not going off the property. Like, I'm not going off of the front steps. Fair it's enough. It's going to be mostly carpet. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but apparently it's out for, it was like 500 customers or something. Uh, when I checked, you know, the, the energy or the, the Eversource website, it was like 200 customers are without service. ETA to being back on was like 2 a.m. So, you know, I got like a little over an hour here, but I see the entire second story or the second floor apartment, all like all the tenants out, like kind of at like, you know, one of those gathering points on, on like the fire drill. Sure. Yeah. Thing at like the far corner of the driveway. Yeah. And my landlord pulls up and I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on? Because I still don't know about like it was just a transformer that exploded. I just yeah. woke up because I was warm. But if the if the landlord's doing anything past business hours, something terrible has happened. Like landlords don't do stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it was weird because he called me James, Jimbo, and Jim. Like in our <laughs> interaction. Which means that like he's read a recent email from me. He also knows my government name on the lease, and and he just chopped a couple of letters off of, and went with like the one that you really don't care for. Uh, Jimmy is what I don't care for. But, oh, okay. I mean, I wear a shirt that says Jim. It's fine. <laughs> uh, not all the time, but you know, sometimes. Sure. Oh, uh, that's funny. But I mean, I I've been trying to contact the guy for o- over a week now about some other stuff. I mean, I I haven't been like unannoying about it yeah <laughs> I, i've been like hey i'm just asking you for these things you said you would get me these things and then like i did a maintenance request whatever hasn't responded i mean we'll see we'll see you by the end of this week but anyway he's like at not leading off but he's like hey chris called me uh said the power was out so you know just stay cool and i was like yeah that's fine I came down to see what what everybody was out in the street about honestly yeah uh, but he was like, yeah, dude, when Chris calls me, I come. And I was like, oh, how are you going to lay that on me when you've been dodging me <laughs> like electronically yeah, for, for over a week? So, yeah, it 
it was kind of messed up. But anyway, so do like, you have do you have this Chris's number? Like, can you contact the landlord through Chris? Dude, I have I have one better, dude. I live above him. Hell I yeah. can buzz his apartment. I can <laughs> knock on his door. I can I can let out all the air in the tires in his car. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> I need to talk to the landlord. Yeah. No, we're supposed to exchange numbers about like the parking situation anyway. And I yeah. mean, that, you know, that that's kind of like a bugaboo of mine. You know how, what it's like parking in this town. Yeah. 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 So advertising that parking spot, I, we were all like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm in. Uh, so anyway, I, I go back upstairs, you know, no more electricity is on. You know, I have an estimate. I checked my fantasy baseball team, made sure they lost, uh, you know, did a couple other things <laughs> trying to get to sleep and then ended up going back to sleep uh, to be woken up. I like the power beam back on at two thirty because I'd flip the lights, I guess, an odd number of times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That one always gets you. That's that's a rude one. Yep. Yep. You know, nobody in the apartment actually saw or experienced the transformer explode. I'll, I'll editorialize for Matt, but like Joan just didn't wake up for anything. Basically. She woke up when I was getting out of bed, but like that, that was it. Hell yeah. I, I think I'm the easily easiest, like roused from bed. Oh, I definitely am. And I mean, obviously it's just being Reagan, but even when it was more people, I am, I'm, I'm very much on the lighter, yeah, lighter, the lighter sleeper side. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was that. My, my alarm in the morning is my phone set to vibrate. Like, on the end table next to me, and I've never missed it. Like that Dude, wakes me up instantly. That's tough. <laughs> that's that's a tough life. Yeah, or yeah. If someone sneezes walking by the house. I'm like, all right, are we good? Is everything cool? Why did I just wake up? But yeah, apparently Matt woke up because like his white noise machine went off mm. and heard the fire trucks doing work out there because they were just running back and forth. I swear it was engine whatever the one down in Oak Square is like. Just coming up Washington Street and going back down Washington Street. Sirens on, just waking okay. everybody. Yeah, waking everybody up. I mean, there were a couple ambulances, but that's because we're by the uh, by the hospital. Yeah, and then eventually true. some, yeah, power company guys showed up and started <clears throat> pulling up manholes, and it's like I think it was up top. I don't yeah. know. A lot of people reported seeing like yeah, a transformer smoking. Hell yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were checking whatever. But uh, my my gripe about this is that although we lost power, our neighbors didn't. It's fucked up. The fucking church. Yeah. So I heard a dong at one a.m. So they're still from donging? an electronic bell. <laughs> when I didn't have electricity. Ah, uh, God's dong will be donged. And I, and I've been thinking about this uh, a lot because uh, I, I have time in the car now and. I've been thinking about like the the church bell situation. I w- I would be okay if it was like a group of monks that lived over there and rang the bells like on the hour. Yeah, because then I could go reason with them. It's like, dude, go like you know half swings. Come on, like yeah, just batting practice late at night. Like maybe just dong it once and dong it really quiet, just so you know people in the churchyard can hear. Dong. Uh, but this is electronic dong, which means it's a com- it's a completely. It's it's an easily manipulatable sound. They could very easily just turn it down at night. Well, I, it might be a bell. It might oh, be an you actual think bell you think in the bell elect- tower, just electronically controlled. I got you, an electrically actuated clapper. I, I don't know that, but I was talking to my dad yesterday, and he was telling me of a '70s prank, freshman year '71 college prank that somebody pulled at Delaware because the bells that they have in Memorial Hall that rings on the hour 
to let students know what time it was because I guess people didn't know what watches were back in the seventies. They didn't know how to keep time. I, don't Look, I, I still what, don't understand bell towers in modern society. You'd have to wind the the watch. You know, it was a whole thing, dude. It was a whole thing. Or you'd watch the news uh, to get the right time, or like drive by a bank. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a twofer. Yeah, that's you get your the weather too, and your clock. <laughs> Meteor, I'm surprised big meteor meteorologists haven't you know edged electronic signs in front of banks out of the market because they're really cutting into their territory. I think there's a building in Portland, Maine that's the time and temperature building. Like that's all it does. Like it has that on top. It's like a five story building, but like you can see it from most places in Portland. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Everyone, oh. everyone up there in rehab programs being like, man, it sucks. Oh, I got the shakes. What time is it? Oh, what's the temperature? Oh, it's all bad. <laughs> it's all wrong. I don't like that one bit. Yeah. <laughs> but at Memorial Hall, it was a tape or like a reel to reel tape of okay. a bell plane. All right. I guess they just had it on the hi-fi. I don't know. Everybody was big on hi-fis back then. They did. They did enjoy any- anything with fi in it, honestly. Yeah, dude, just wait till they saw Wi-Fi. <laughs> the chain letters they said. <laughs> chain letters. Uh, uh, could you imagine getting one? I mean, I think we, I think we did when I was a kid, but like, God, just knowing that someone you know is that fucking stupid. It's like a quarter of people, though. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to get a chain email. I still think that's fucking stupid, but it doesn't take any effort to forward those. A chain letter? You got to go do stuff and spend some money. It's only a couple of bucks for stamps, but you have to go... Not back then. It was like a couple of cents. It's true, but cents cents were cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Slice of cheese at McDonald's was a nickel. For me, and uh, maybe I need to check my privilege here, but it's not the paying for the stamps that's the problem. It's the finding the stamp that's the problem. Like, I just... Now it is. Yeah. Because, like, no one... So... I guess back then they were more ubiquitous. People had stamps around. But, like, imagine getting something and being told. It's hard enough to to just be like, all right, I have to email or just mail this form back to the DMV. Imagine if the DMV was like, all right, you got to mail 10 of these to 10 people you know. And obviously the DMV wouldn't send a chain letter. But, like, that's the equivalent impetus of just, like, I feel like this, the DMV thought this about it. T- <laughs> If you want to ever see your car get smogged, send this to 10 friends or you will have bad smog checks for the next eight years. I got to get my car smogged, Jimbo. Is that once every three years? It's once every year. Wow. It's like Santa Claus. It's yeah. It's smog Claus. I think it's every year. It might be every two years, but it sucks because yeah. I have an old car and they can just tell you that car is too old to exist. So we'll see what happens. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, Raul passed me for inspection again this year. Raul, strong, eight for eight. Yeah, I think I got a Raul out here. I got I got a place where I'm pretty sure they're just like, you got 35 bucks, you've got yourself a car. <laughs> Is California one of those cash-only states for their inspection shit? I don't remember. I've only done it like twice. Because I don't if- know if it is out here. Mm. I mean, I think they do them over at Direct Hire, and, and you can use a card over there. But everywhere else is like cash only, dude. Yeah. Uh, is the government mobbed up? Are they, kept- <laughs> is the government laundering money? Like vehicle itself, inspection the money? Gov- the government's hiding its own money from itself. Maybe. Who knows? Could, could be. 
I will say that uh, there is like a, a grandfathered in cutoff point. Like if your car is old enough, you don't have to get it smogged. And there's no inspection in California. It's just smog. That's all you have to pass. So you can have every light on your dashboard on, all of them, as long as it passes emissions. Dude. But it's a, it's a, it is a more strict emissions than like Massachusetts and other states I've had my car like registered in before. But it's just an emissions test. Like I think your airbag can probably just be deployed. And they're like, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? It's not going to pollute the environment. And so, but there's like a, there's a, there's a cutoff where, and it's, it's pretty old. I think it's like pre 1983 or something like that. But if your car is older than that, you don't have to do anything. You just have to pay for registration. That's it. Just like, cause we know it's bad. Like yeah. good on you for, for getting it on the road. Yeah. It's, it's insane. They're just, uh, I think the reasoning was when they first passed the smog stuff, they were like, well, you're basically like all the cars that don't have catalytic converters would just instantly fail. And so they were like, well, you can't just force all these people that are, have to drive old cars because they can't afford new ones that they, you can't tell them they can't drive anymore. And so they passed, you know, they, 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 they you know, had a little amendment saying, you know, if it's old enough. But now the only people with like pre-1983 cars are like old rich guys that have like fucking sick ass cars. And so once again, this law that was made to protect poor people is just being used to exploit the wealthy. And uh, there goes fucking radical leftist Ben again. Up on nice soaped box. Yeah, well, you know, live long enough and pass enough inspections. Guess what? That Jeep is going to make it. It's going <laughs> to yeah. make it, bud. That's the thing is that it doesn't. The cutoff doesn't march along every year. It moves along in chunks. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like the baseball Hall of Fame. It's like all right, these guys are beyond eligibility, but we'll have a veterans committee in like fucking ten years. Dude, they'll they'll get in. Harold Baines will get in. <laughs> Uh, I wish I had any any amount of knowledge to riff on you with that, but uh, dude, he had sixteen hundred RBI. Like, how can you not get in the hall with that? Type that's of- a lot of runs batted in. Oh, run so- batted in! Damn it! No runs. You're right. <laughs> run batted ins. Yep, that's how I, you say it. I I listened to a uh, a podcast recently where they had to mention WMD, and they really harped on the fact that. Plural is still WMD because it's weapons of mass destruction. It wouldn't be weapon of mass destructions. Yeah, WMDs. But you can't say WMDs. It's still WMD. It's like deer. Yeah, and like attorneys general and shit like that. Joe's Rogan. Things like this. You have to pluralize the first part, the noun part. Exactly. Not the the descriptor. But it just... If I hear someone say, "Yeah, we had to make sure that the you know we had confiscated all of the WMD," it just makes it just it hits me wrong. It's like when a when, it, when an adult says "stuffy" in reference to a stuffed animal, it just makes my skin crawl. It's just like, ooh, just don't. Wait, are people saying that around you regularly? Because Re- watch Re- out where you hang out, dude. Regular- I haven't heard that in a long, long time. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's. It, it makes me feel uh, some kind of way. Ah, uh, damn, dude. I was just thinking about, so were there ever any like dumb hobbits or dwarves over in San Francisco that were like, smog, like, damn it, <laughs> every year? Ah, <laughs> uh, I just got done getting desolated by him. Yeah, come on. I thought we banished him to the center of Middle Earth. For thousands of years. We use the power. 
we don't have another one in us. I swear. All Every those, year, all those hobbits f- that famously live in San Francisco. But hey, speaking of San Francisco, we took our friends out on a on a little walk while they were in town, while they were uh, you know staying with us. And uh, there's this taco truck that they set up, a reasonable walk away. Uh, that's just in like somebody's driveway. Re- really good stuff. Uh, you know, freshly cooked everything. You, you can get uh, you can get brain, you can get cow brain tacos there. But uh, they also set up. They got a little uh, your classic like picnic uh awning thing, the little canopy top, pop top thing. Yeah, brain it, with, taco pop top with some yeah with some uh with some some chairs under it, and they set up a little uh, a little TV with uh sports on it. Usually, I've I've only ever seen sports. <clears throat> so there was a boxing match going on between. I'm not, I'm not sure the weight class, but the ladies weighed roughly in the 135 to 140 range, whatever weight class that is for for gals. Uh, but check out the names of these of these of these boxers. Oh man, that's a good matchup. You got Taylor versus Ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor and Han. And I just I caught it out of the corner of my eye. I was like, does that just say Taylor Ham? Is it sponsored by Taylor Ham? And then I realized that was the names of the fighters. And I was just like, oh. And yeah. it could have been Han Taylor, and you would have been none the wiser. But. I would have never thought anything yeah. about it. But yeah, Taylor Ham. Ah, oh, thank uh, God. Yeah, so uh, that, that that got me. That's good because I've had uh, I've had some pork roll. At least two breakfasts this weekend. Well, we got to stand strong with New Jersey. They just got hit by Ida pretty hard. And uh, Ida, know about you, but I hope the pork roll survives. <laughs> also, I got a picture of this one recently. Real man love Jesus. Nice. I'll post these up. I also forgot. Real to man. Post, I forgot to post uh, the picture of the corn growing from last week. I'll post all the, all those this upcoming Real- week. But yeah, Real I was just. Man. I was following a construction truck that just said uh, it's painted in gray on a white truck, so it's very hard to read. It just says, "Real man love Jesus." Well, maybe the E costs too much. Could be hard to say, or uh, the comma costs too much. Real man love Jesus. Yeah, just two diff- different phrases. Yeah, and I'll wrap up the the saga of all the pictures I currently have on my phone. That's our one toilet at work, as you can see, uh, not at all attached to the hole, and that's our only toilet. Okay, so I, that's a very avant-garde bathroom currently. Yeah, that's, brought that, the toilet out from the wall. So <laughs> it's a dangerous move, Cotton. See if it pays off. The toilet, <laughs> the toilet saga continues. That's the uh, the same toilet that I wrote a song about because of how much I hated it several years ago. I wrote that song, and it still continues. The other. A couple weeks ago, when you flushed it, it just overflowed. Like, not was like like it just filled up and spun so fast that a bunch of water shot out the side. Like that was just like a jet engine going off. Now they've just removed it for some reason. Um, it just keeps. You got a big bay out there, dude. Big bay. When uh, we had a guy quit because he got a new job, like three months after the quarantine, the 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 initial you know March to he probably quit you know. May, May, June, 2020. And, uh, he had an exit interview. <laughs> My old boss told me this because he thought it was funny, but he didn't realize that we all felt the same way. The only negative that he brought up about his time at the company was that fucking toilet. <laughs> that was it. He was like, the job was fine. He's like, I'm just taking another job because it's, it's, you know, it's a little different avenue. It's a little more opportunity. But, uh, the one negative I have to say is that fucking toilet. <laughs> 
and uh, it just it just keeps finding new ways to it seems like a simple job being a toilet but uh i don't know i've never done it myself but you guys are at like sea level probably at like the end of a line yeah so now i get just like the pressure overload i get to go sneak into an h2 by hampton inn and suites the extended stay hotel lobby and uh use their restroom that's pretty cool which is fun yeah and normal well i think that's more normal than me I, I did kind of realize who I was talking to at the end of that. <laughs> I mean, I, I will go to a hotel if I'm passing a hotel. Yeah, but you also... But no, just... I bought a toilet seat with uh, with some legs and some biodegradable bags. I saw that. Now, yeah. what's do the bags attach to the seat or do they go in a bucket? So you can actually kind of like hamper them over the toilet seat mm. to to catch all your waste. All right. And if you're girthy enough like me... You can form an airtight seal. <laughs> so you only have to smell it once. I know the classic uh, sort of van life emergency kit is a bucket with a pool noodle that you cut to both compress the bag onto the top, but also keep you keep your, your cheeks safe from oh, wow. uh, having a bucket dig into it. Nice. But uh, just a little tip for everybody out there. You're going on a long road trip. Probably probably helps also with with. I was going to say kids, but you need to have a kid with like a big ass to dump in a five-gallon bucket. But You also just need a kid that's kind of willing to do something like that. Ah, kids will do whatever you want them to do. They're, <laughs> they're real malleable like that. When they're, when they're uncomfortable, just be like, just poop in this bucket. They're like, all right. I mean. <laughs> um, I remember one yeah, time. Anyway, uh-huh. Go for it. I was going to say, one time we were caught in some real bad like blizzard traffic, and I was super young because I believe – my dad was still alive. So I would have been like five and my sister was, you know, roughly a year old and we were stuck in like full, that old school blizzard traffic that doesn't really seem to exist anymore. But that kind of thing where like the road is, is done. And so you're just all parked for hours. Yeah. It's a stop sign, but there is, or it's a dead end sign basically. Yeah. And, but you're just surrounded by other cars. So you're not alone. You're not stranded, but you can't go anywhere. I feel like that shit happens in the South now. Yeah. I think, I yes. think there was a, like in Atlanta, there was like a half an inch of snow and there were like two day traffic jams. Yeah. I remember some people just abandoned their cars on the highway and just like walked home. Yeah. I think a Hall of Fame baseball player picked up like an all star baseball player. Like Chipper Jones, I think, had like a, fa- or a Twitter or like Facebook story where Freddie Freeman was stuck on the freeway and uh, he just rode his ATV out there. Hell yeah. But uh we were we were stuck in that and my mom like, like my dad was driving and my mom like got out and started like trading goods with like the truck drivers and other vans and stuff to like get some food. Like we had like a shit ton of bagels for some reason, but like that was it. So she traded that for like some water and milk and things that just like that other was people she going had. for cream cheese. But I guess I was real fucking sick at the time and so uh they had a uh, a miracle whip container an empty one for emergency vomiting but i wasn't vomiting and uh apparently i put that thing to good use <laughs> nice yeah, that, but that doesn't that you know i feel like i haven't been stuck in like that kind of traffic as an adult ever i mean i've been in traffic of course but like it's never like just park and we don't know what's going to happen like just yeah, chill I, I always have at least like three meals on me now too Oh yeah, it's like a I week got... week's worth of clothes and three meals. Yeah, 
Yeah, people are always like, why do you have like a bunch of pairs of underwear and socks and t-shirts and a hoodie in the back of your car? Because I used like, the shit out of them. Fuck you. Yeah. When I was at uh, Newbury Comics, I had uh, I, I made sure I let everybody know that I, you know, I, could you, lo- I guess some people locked their lock, like brought in a lock for their locker. But for the most part, it was just like, you don't need to lock your, your fucking locker. It's no one here is yeah. that, that kind of dick. But I was like, hey. My locker's number such and such. It's got the it's got Keanu Reeves's band Dog Star. It's got that sticker on the front. And in there I have Tums, Advil, and extra pairs of underwear and socks. I was like, if for any reason because my socks would get wet a lot from riding my bike in the snow, so I just like, you know, change them once I got there. That's something that I'm just coming around to is changing yeah. socks when your your feet are wet. Yeah. Man. But then- <laughs> Glad I'm there though. Glad I made it. But I was like, hey, if anybody ever needs any of those things, just go ahead and take them. You don't have to ask me. Just go ahead and take them. I was like, especially the underwear, just take them. I'll see that they're gone, and I'll bring in a new pair. Like, I don't need them back. Don't worry. And out of the three and a half, almost four years that I worked there, three times the underwear went missing. But two times, the individuals who needed it told me what had happened and that they took it. And I really didn't need that information. (laughs) But uh, Yep. Yeah, I think one guy it was, I'm not going to say names here. Uh, I don't think either one of them listen. But one guy was in a band that had played a show in Baltimore like Sunday night. And he'd drawn the short straw on the band to drive back after the show to Boston. And I think basically he got out of the van and went straight like and punched in. And then somebody else from his band had to drive it like back to where they lived in Boston and everyone else got out and like went went to work or whatever. But he, so he drove like you know nine ish hours, eight ish hours straight, and then went straight to work. And when he got to work, he went to the bathroom and had found that he was a vocalist, and he'd screamed so hard. He's like, "I thought it was safe, but I guess I kind of yelled some some poo out." Yeah, <laughs> man, I do remember that story. Yeah, that was a good uh, time. That's that's a good yarn. Uh, one, one last toilet tidbit and, and sorry, listener, but when I was, we're getting real was, scatological on this one. Sorry, for some man. Reason. No, yeah. I, I mean, when we, I, we, we tend to go in chunks. So if, if yeah. someone got grossed out early, they probably won't get grossed out in any other episode. Cause we okay. tend to, yeah. No, when I was looking for my woods restroom, uh, on Amazon, I was, you know, <laughs> I was doing some comparison shopping and there were just some, Toilet seats that you could attach to a five-gallon bucket. I bought the one with legs. I bought the color pink because, let's be honest, like I'm out there like cutting trees down, but I need a toilet seat. It's got to be a pink one. Absolutely, absolutely. Got to uh, got to hide the blood. But for one of the like, I think it was a ten-dollar toilet seat that you could attach to a five-gallon bucket. I was just reading reviews, which you honestly just should not do. Uh, but no, that then, sounds like a treat. No, but then after that, Amazon also has questions because they're like a large database on all this merchandise now too. Because sure, yeah, they're helpful people out there. Uh, and so one of the questions was, "Can I sit on this for an hour?" Jesus, I look. There was a lot of judgment coming from the people responding to the question. But it's, <laughs> can you sit on a toilet seat for an hour? Maybe. So, maybe. You're not supposed to. You shouldn't, yeah. You shouldn't. Once you start start to lose feeling in your legs, you should stop. 
I wonder if they were using it as like a chair. I imagine that they were using it as a way to get away from children uh, based on mm. you know their language. It might have been a grandparent. It's like, look, I love my grandkids, but uh, this camping trip isn't just me taking care of them. Like, um, yeah, I'm out here to enjoy the wilderness. And if I have to sit on a five gallon bucket with a toilet seat on it, so be it. <laughs> no, I'm really trying to. I mean, it, th- that's quite plausible. But I'm trying to give this person the most benefit of the doubt where like, look, again, some some of these sort of toilet alternatives are used in in vehicles in like, you know, either a full camper van or more likely just a a van that someone's trying to trying to live out of. And I'm wondering if they're like, look, when you when you convert the van, you remove the back seats, put in the bed and the cabinets and stuff, you lose some seating. So I'm wondering if they're like, look, there's going to be an hour in a couple of months where we're going to have to drive around with a fourth person and we only have three seats. Can we use this as like a non-attached seat? (laughs) Is that, can we just cruise around in the van? Like presumably the structural, like safety factor. Exactly. What's, what's the design load? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just Uh, talking numbers. Talk about, talk about some gross weight. Am I right? Wow. Am I right? Wow. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody in the back? Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh man. Uh, good times. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, well, so uh so Gary Handsome uh, keep, Gary. Handsome Gary. He keeps mentioning the fact that he needs to get you his pictures of uh his pork roll sandwiches. Uh I don't know why he hasn't, but he keeps telling me he's like, I gotta I gotta get it to James. I gotta show him. He'll, I, he's gonna be so proud of me. I was like, yeah, he will. Just like, yeah, you can send him good. to me. I can give you his number. Like, he would not be upset if you had his number. It'd be fine. And, uh, yeah, I'd send him an Age Vampires gift back and he'd get it. Like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. You can't drop RTS in front of many people and have them be like, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he, he brought some back from Jersey from his last trip, which is now like a month ago. And he was afraid to eat it for a little while because he thought it might upset his stomach. But then we started talking about how it's lightly fermented. And we're like, that's probably actually good for your stomach. It's got gut flora. So that's a new rumor I'm starting. Nice. That uh, pork roll, good for your good for your gut fauna. Yeah, good for your microbiome is, is what you want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's microbiome should be your microbiome. <laughs> Taylor Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or like hers, make yeah, out a microbiome. I was trying to, your micro. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of like a, a a pun to put on top of that, but uh, man, fantastic. Ah, uh, that well, that's that's awesome. I'm I'm real proud of him. To he's a good lad. Yeah, to embrace his Jersey roots. <laughs> he came late to the uh, to the Mid Atlantic game, even though he's born and raised in Jersey. I think he was born there. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Uh, it's one of the other CIA plants. I was I was pondering on Papa's existence and uh, Lauren as well, like them moving to New York. Mm. I think Papa might have like Donnie Brascoed too hard, like he got too high with us and like oh, dicked like around he... and drank too much beer. And they were like, "All right, we got to pull you out." <laughs> he, ta- he, t- he time traveled and saw a rabbit man. Yeah, that classic, and, uh, the classic time travel film, Donnie Brasco. <laughs> That's such a good story. <laughs> I've told you that, right? Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So, so <laughs> there you go. So it's important for people <laughs> to to know f- for this the the Donnie Brasco movie, which is like an undercover cop type of movie. Yeah, from Johnny like, Depp. It, you know, infiltrates the seventies mafia. Yeah, what's that like? It was it early nineties that movie came out. Yeah, mid nineties, something like that. And then Donnie Darko, a very different movie that came out. I don't know, late nineties. In 90s? the nineties, yeah. yeah, another nineties movie. Um, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's it's kind of about time travel and like losing your mind and stuff like that. But like two wildly different movies one's just their cop procedural and the other one is this like psychedelic like oh they, they used to call them cerebral that was a, a, genre, a yeah. short-lived genre and uh a, a listener of this show of this of this podcast who sometimes writes in anonymously about corn um we were hanging out one day when we were kids and it, his his older brother came, his older brother came in and he'd seen uh like I, th- I think it was like a girl he was dating at the time. It was like, you know, he'd seen Donnie Darko two with her. And so he wanted to see Starko. the first. Yeah. He wanted to see the first one. And so he went and he came in. It was like, it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> like, you know, like there's nothing about like the rabbit guy or anything. It was just like about a cop. So it took us a while to realize that he'd watch Donnie Brasco <laughs> thinking it was donnie yeah. brasco and then donnie darko too thinking they were at all related and he was older I mean, it than was us. a it's, good cop movie but he, it's, yeah he was supposed to be the smarter one we were like 14 he was probably i don't know he's like three years older than four years older than me he's supposed to be like a smarter individual that's very funny yeah well i think it is hilarious that somebody can confuse two movies that start with donnie yeah yeah I'm trying to think of other movies that are easy to uh to swap titles wise, but there's not there's not a lot. It's just kind of I think it, it helps that they also the both sting ended in O. And the sting too. They both <laughs> ended like, they both end in Co. You know, Brasco, Darko. They both have that going for them too. So it's really just a very subtle difference in naming, but yeah, it's very it's important. Phonetic. Yeah. Wow. Well, I feel like I should kind of conclude my uh my dad's 70s prank story. Oh yeah, I we went way off of that one. Yeah, well we 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 branched out a bit. Uh but yeah, 71 reel to reel tape recorder rings the bell every hour Memorial Hall. Apparently, some dude changed the tape to some major rock act of the time. Brilliant. Uh, my dad dude. was unsure of who it was. Okay. Yeah. He had he had some theories, but uh, I I won't say them here for copyright reasons. What would you have gone with? Uh, Seventy one, so we're we're limited. Yeah, well, Zeppelin's in play. Zeppelin's I mean, very much in play. Yeah, Zeppelin's in play. You got the Who. I mean, you need something loud. And yeah, I, I'm hoping Who's Next had come out by that point. But why would you waste your Who's Next tape? Because that just came out. Yeah, it's true. He he floated in a got a Davida. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that I, might I, just be like latent Simpsons subconscious. Yeah, I'm trying to think of someone with like a huge, uh, like a a really punchy intro that's just like, damn, blue cheer. But that'd I mean, just I, be obscure even yeah. back then. Like a whole lot of love or when the, the levy breaks, but those weren't out yet. You know, yeah. I don't think I don't think those those were out in '71. The Kinks would be good. The Kinks had some fucking big openers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so they so they changed it and then. And then how long? It was. He said it was for the noon bell. 
the noon bell. So, so they had to make the switch. I said during the eleven o'clock hour, I guess. Yeah, or he, Dur- he had broken in a couple of times, maybe tested. It. I don't know. During lunchtime, presumably. Yeah, maybe the lunch break of the uh, the bellkeeper. Yeah. Well, to blend that with a story that my mom always told, uh, apparently when she was a senior in high school, they put a jukebox in her cafeteria. Mm. And they had to like pull the plug on that thing after like a week because all they played was uh, uh, Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. Oof. <laughs> yeah. So that's what they would have played. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> Imagine that coming out of the oh, church bell. <laughs> brutal. That'd actually be a really good one. Because that's because oh. it's a strong opener. Because it's just like a very big like it's it gets right it like it gets to the joy of the world part, but the opening is just very in your face. Just yeah, oh, yeah. Three Dog Night has just completely different songs. Like yeah. every every song is they just said, um, yeah, all right. Phil Spector can guess right this one. Just you know, it'll be about. <laughs> Kissing the gun and, and a wall of sound. Oof. Oh, T- sorry, man. Tough reference. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I tried, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't feel great about it, but got to do it. These things happen. Yeah, man. So let's see. He was a, eh, he was an all right friend of mine. He was an acquaintance of my friend. I uh, I actually saw some toads out at the station uh, this week. And then I saw another one while I was working. So the ones that I saw out at the campsite, they looked healthy enough. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit confused as to why I wasn't eating them. But other than that, they were, they were making their way towards water. So for frog hunting, that's called frog gigging. Is it the same for toads? Is it gigging? Is that the I'm, act of I'm hunting I'm not hunting them? them, but sure. I mean, in the sense that you are finding them, you're, you, you are... You're kind of you're not doing the killing part, but you're kind I'm of more, hunting them. I'm more like digging holes and and you know smoking weed, and they're just like, oh man, is this a bog yet? No, damn, <laughs> I'm so lost. You're kind of living the dreams of what we talked about as kids, where it's like, boy, I wish I could just dig holes and get high. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, kids, kids, like middle school, when you're like, boy, you know how digging holes is like the best thing on earth. I'm it. It's tough, but I only do it like maybe an hour a night on four night week nights a, a week. So, but also like yeah, it's just not, a workout. It, like that's it, all I'm that, doing is getting a workout. It's, but it's also an immediate like. There's no. Uh, you're, it's like when you when you a lot of work. Like and I know this isn't necessarily work. This is just like you living, but like a lot of work that's done. You might work and there's no physical change to anything. Like you've sent yeah. some emails, you've scheduled something, but there's no, when you're digging a hole, there wasn't a hole and then there's a hole. And you're yeah, like, yeah, force times Sick. distance. That is I, work. I did that. Yeah. That hole is because of tangible. me. Yes. You can reach out and poop in it. Damn right. Well, I'll, I'll point out to you where, where that is. You know, where the shed's going to be and then, you know, where the bathroom was before. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cause we're going to see your land in. Like a month and a half. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Nice. Still not 100% on what the <laughs> what the plan's going to be when we're up there, but we'll figure it out. I, if you know by, you know, that Thursday, like when you're at the wedding, I think we'll be good. Absolutely. Well, there's a, there's a chance. Reagan was like, we found this uh, Airbnb, this cabin Airbnb that we can all just get drunk in. That's like 
halfway back to Boston. Nice. So we could just like the four of us can just like wreck an Airbnb. Yeah, I'm, well, there's a lot of those. There's a yeah. lot of wreckable Airbnbs. Yeah, so we might end up doing that, and uh, that'll just be, that'll know be, that'll that if it's a really big place that says you have the place to yourself, it might come with homeowners. That well, shit lucky, happens. Yeah, this Good job this, Airbnb. From the pictures, you can tell that this is. You, you can see all the angles, and so this is very. It's it's not that big of a place. But, okay. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we'll have to trash some shit. Okay. Who knows? I'm, Definitely set some fires. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's New England. We're going to live fucking die or whatever the... Yeah, Boston stronger die. Yeah. I think that's the shirts. But, uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You got something. Squeeze it out. No, I was just thinking about Die Hard with a Vengeance. Because there was Live Free or Die Hard, but Live Free or Die Hard with a Vengeance. But no, that's already been done. A good day to live free or die harder with a vengeance. Is that all of them? Like, You're close. Which one did I count miss? Die hard and die harder. Yeah, I mean, you kind of there's the <laughs> you kind of have <laughs> the to the er. Yeah, I the know. er is the die harder part. Yeah. All right, you got it. Sick. I've done it. I've done the unthinkable. What's the Xbox achievement noise? You just got ten game score. Congratulations, you completionist. Beep. I think that's the <laughs> that's that the was, jack off story. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and land this pig, because, uh, dear listener, this is uh, this is we're recording this on a Monday. It's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, we're doing work on a Labor Day. Yeah, and uh, it's because yesterday we we'd, we'd scheduled and just I was building and then was chilling and then I looked down and it was like 11 p.m. my time and I was like, oh boy, did we just forget? get to reach out again about doing this pretty much and and you're normally i'm gonna take the blame for this one because you're normally the guy who reaches out and i have not the east coast guy yeah three hours ahead yeah i've not been pulling my weight on the scheduling the specific times of these dude it's fine i mean so no i know you're i know you're not mad i'm just from like a psychology standpoint i've just had more thoughts in the day (laughs) by the time i'm texting you that's fair yeah that's fair but uh, but yeah, so we're gonna land this a couple minutes early so I can get to uh, editing and bring it to your fucking uh, largely East Coast ass ears, dear listener. Yeah, and some yeah some other coasts of other places. Yeah, but for the Bay Area listeners, before we wrap this up, uh, on, Friday, on, on this, Friday, this Friday, this Friday, Friday the ten seats are still just five bucks. Uh, the, the, I don't know if they're five dollars. I think. I think kids can't come, and I think adult <laughs> tickets are more than five dollars. I think kids seats are not available, not yes. applicable. It's at a bar, and there are rules because the Bay Area is not libertarian. Um, but yeah, come see the throw ups. Come see my band, not my band, the band that I'm in. Uh, yell at you in uh, not in an angry way. It's just yeah. that's what I, I just yell. Yeah, see young Tim, handsome Gary. Yeah, and uh, me. Damn right. Beef Cheeks himself. Ah. And uh, it'll be fun. Friday, 10 p.m., Golden Bull in Oakland. It's near Abu Raya, which is the best chicken thighs you can get in the Bay Area. So You know, come, I've heard that somewhere. Come make a night of it. Come make a night of it. Come say hi. I'll be there. I'll be the large gentleman who's sweaty even before he goes on stage. That'll and be he me. he might have a mustache. Oh, I will certainly have a mustache. And there's... 
there's like a one percent chance I'm not gonna take my shirt off. Like I, <laughs> it's I, a chilly <laughs> night. Like got to pray gonna, for snow on this the, one. The shirt's gonna come off. Nuts. Um, but yeah. So uh, other than that, Jimbo, you got any words of wisdom for us? And as we say every go week, fuck yourself. God fuck <laughs> us everyone. <laughs>